Episode 156 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark, Transformers, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. And it's just Lotus and I today. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite is at a massage, and Vern is at a Ravens game. So it'll just be the two of us. We can make right. it if we try, just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be our last podcast for 2018. So, and you probably won't see this until after 2018. So, hope everybody had very happy holidays, Merry Christmases, Hanukkahs, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> So, uh, and hopefully your new year has started off the way you want it. If you do resolutions, hopefully you're sticking to it because it should only be about three or four days into the new year at this point. Um, I've got a lot of them. I do a lot of them every year and always seem to fail at them. So, uh, my big thing is, uh, it's not a resolution. It's a change in lifestyle. If you want to kick it with us, you can find us on our Facebook group over at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. You can find us at our website at openyourtoys.com. A little update on there. We got kicked off of the Amazon affiliate program already. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I modified one of their graphics. So they they had all of these acceptable graphics you could use on your on your uh, blog. Okay. And uh, so they had this really annoying animated gift where it went through all the categories like books and movies and toys and games and blah, blah, blah. So I just took one frame of that animated gif, the toys and games version, and made my own gif of it. Okay. Well, that broke their rules, so they kicked wow. us off the program. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, once you get rid of the, you know, offending graphics or whatever, it, it's all it's all lumped into like misspellings of Amazon and stuff like that. Uh, they're like, you're more than welcome to reapply, and we'll pay you out for whatever you've earned so far. And what's like, the uh, What's the grand total? I have no idea. I haven't even because I. <laughs> It's I don't care enough to even look, but we'll see. I'm sure my uh, my PayPal will get credited thirty seven cents or something like that. 
<laughs> so, uh, but, so don't worry about Amazon for right now till I get that updated. Uh, but there is, uh, there is an eBay affiliate over there if you're buying stuff with your Christmas money. Um, at the top of OpenYourToys.com, there are links to the show notes as well as on the homepage, as well as all of our episodes. If you want to follow along with what we're talking about, those show notes will have links to everything we're looking at. Uh, You can subscribe to us on the website through our RSS feed, through our iTunes, through Google Play, through Stitcher Smart Radio. Um, If you're a Facebook person and just want to see when new episodes are up, you can uh, find us at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. On our Twitter, at OpenYourToys, Instagram, at OpenYourToys, email team at OpenYourToys.com, and then our voicemail, 720-235-TOYS, that's 720-235-8697. Text is possible. Texting rates apply if you're one of those weirdos that still has to pay for texts, I guess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Stark, you were actually working on this right before I called you. How can people find you? Uh, they can go over to YouTube and just type in Lotus Stark, and they can watch videos of my collection. Yeah. And I, and I didn't mean for it to be a spoiler, but uh, you, you're trying to get a video out before the first of the year? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wrap up my GoBot series, and uh, I'm going to post my uh, my entire collection of GoBots. Hell yeah. Now, wrapping it up when you said that, like, what are you doing, like 20, I mean, there's isn't there like 77 GoBots or something like that? Uh, there's 72. Okay. There's 72 of them. Um, so I just, I did a bunch of, uh, you know, un unpackaging or unwrapping whatever you want to call it uh you know and um i don't know uh the the feedback is not the greatest you know i guess people don't like me opening up the cards so (laughs) whatever um but anyway um i just decided to just open up a a ton of them um and i used your razor blade you 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 sent me an exacto knife (laughs) and it works so smoothly it's like butter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all about leverage, man. Holy moly. Is- <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's funny because, like I said, those other blades are brand new, but this thing cuts through, like, very, very easily. Like, it doesn't It doesn't even – it just – it's literally like it's a hot knife or something. <laughs> and so thank the, you for that. <laughs> the only thing I was going to say, and you may have seen this, and we may see this in one of your videos, is because you're not cutting completely parallel to the card, you just got to watch card nicks. Right, I, I right. do that considerably i would say one out of every three figures i open i i nick the back of the card you know because you have to be a little bit at an angle with it but that's okay when i when i started when i started opening these i opened a lot of them off camera i started opening them i tried to heat up the the glue with a heat gun and i i warped a lot of the plastic bubbles and I, <laughs> I, I i some of the some of the glue like came off like the, some of the paper the color came off I, oh wow I, yeah i was trying all different th- kinds of things to make a nice minty card without cutting and it just i don't know whatever so <laughs> I'm not really too concerned about the card backs. 
Well, awesome. If you want to find me, I'm over at uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash open your toys. Uh, Instagram at Slick McFavorite, Twitter at Slick McFavorite, and Slick at Open Your Toys. for that email. All right, Lotus, everybody's dying to know what are you drinking, man? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cold LG fridge water. Hell yeah. Till his dying days, folks. <laughs> I'm going to be really sad if they announce like some like cancer is found from drinking. Uh, <laughs> Well, fridge water. well, I, I'll, I'll, I will be honest. I don't spend a whole lot. I, I shop on Amazon for my filters, so it wouldn't be the fault of LG. It would be the fault of the, the filters. The latest filter that I have, which the water tastes good, it uses coconut-based carbon. So instead yeah, of carbon, normal filters they use carbon. Mm-hmm. So instead of carbon, it uses something to do with coconut and it it filters the water just like carbon does uh now the water doesn't taste like coconut and i think that would be okay if it did but it doesn't taste like coconut but that's the that's the media that's inside the filter so we'll see who knows but yeah if i get cancer it's gonna be because of these cheap filters that i buy (laughs) China pa- packing asbestos into those. China, China, co- China coconuts, if that's even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, I am. Uh, this was. This is how bad it's been. Uh, I I don't post a lot about. I don't post a lot. Period. So people probably didn't know. Uh, since the day after my birthday, which was the twenty first, I have just been couchbound essentially uh mrs mcfavorite and now we look back and it looks like uh probably little miss mcfavorite also got a stomach flu so a few days before my birthday uh little miss mcfavorite woke up a couple times during the night and threw up um she's done it before not frequently but we just thought ah she ate too much or you know something just didn't sit right um, cause she was fine the next morning and would go, you know, went to school, all that kind of thing. And wouldn't complain. well, the night of my birthday, Mrs. McFavorite started feeling bad and oh boy. granted we went to a Chinese buffet. Well, a Japanese buffet. So it was lots of sushi and sashimi buffet style, which is mm. never, never the greatest of ideas. But, uh, so, but like literally right when we got home, Miss McFavor wasn't feeling good. <clears throat> um, she spent the whole night, you know, running back and forth to the bathroom. Uh. And then by the next night I was in the same position, but, uh, th- it definitely wasn't food poisoning because we literally spent the next like three or four days just unable to get up like miss mcfavor tried to go to work on christmas eve because unfortunately she had to work and she was just so nauseous she had to come home um we just had horrible headaches and oh it it was bad so our christmas sucked my birthday weekend sucked it it's been a pretty piss poor last week week and a half for for the McFavorite clan unfortunately so i'm finally drinking a beer i bought for my birthday and uh and it's just good old heine it's a heineken 
Brood in <laughs> Holland. Uh, let's see. Everything's in, in Danish, I guess, here. Uh, brewed and bottled by Heineken. Yeah, nothing really exciting on it. It's it's one of my uh, Christmas brews. I just like it. It's kind of clean, refreshing, uh, not very heavy. And uh, when you pop it, it it, it kind of has like a smell of weed to me. It's kind of like really? a little skunky. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. And because I'm not smoking, trying to find a job, uh, uh, it, it was a nice, refreshing, you know, smell. <laughs> <laughs> I popped it. Oh, um, so yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Um, all right, let's get into some freaking con news. All right. <laughs> First up, possible celebration exclusive. So this is a Star Wars Celebration 2019 taking place in Chicago. Um, and it looks like this comes from, uh, oh, and this is in April. Uh, let's see, it says, I have no idea who or what it is at this moment all i have is a hasbro product skew a generic name price and screenshot not going to share those particulars yet uh so it if people aren't aware of uh yak face and jedi temple archives uh they kind of have moles in the industry where they they post this information, but they make it very cryptic. Um, they kind of keep you coming back. Um, they'll hold things back instead of just putting out everything they find, um, especially once they, uh, especially once they, um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Especially once they have confirmations of things, then they'll blow the blow the roof off of it and that kind of thing but it does look like it's going to be a black series six inch figure uh april is probably a little soon to be getting any kind of uh episode nine so the last uh last installment of the sequel trilogy um so it's the 20th anniversary of uh episode one of the phantom menace next year so most people are thinking it'll be something along that lines but we shall see uh powercon announced their 2019 dates that's going to be august 17th and 18th uh back in la as well so uh if you're a he-man oh it says what's this here uh, exact location to be announced soon. Interesting. So it's been in the same place the last three years. Be crazy to see if they uh, change that. Did you see the little picture on the, the little attached picture? I, I'm look. I'm gonna click on it. Or the little the little dog licking Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, <funny. laughs> that's a uh, that's from the Christmas special. Oh, okay. So when people saw the holiday He Man that we talked about on the last show. Yeah. Everybody was pissed off that it wasn't a smiling Skeletor that came with this little dog 
as okay. as an accessory. That little dog does come with the Mondo Skeletor, that uh, 12-inch one. That's yeah. one of the exclusives with it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people were kind of grumpy about that candy cane He-Man with the Santa hat was there were so many better things you could have done with that exclusive. But of course that would require new molding and all that kind of stuff. So Um, as PowerCon has been known to do, um, I don't know why they do the year prior, but whatever Um, around Christmas time, they always release recordings of some of their panels from previous PowerCons. So, um, this year, they uh, released uh, some 2017 panels, if you're interested, on their YouTube channel. Uh, we get the Vintage Marketing Panel, which is, those are always my favorite, to find out, you know, all the, you know, marketing secrets and how that team was working and releasing and doing all of those promos and things we saw as kids. Uh, the 2000X Comics, so uh, when those released, they were the top pre-ordered comic of that month they were super popular um but they went out very quickly just like the toys and then uh it's somewhat less interesting unless you're a he-man.org fanboy is uh the history of he-man.org and other motu internet stuff so from the early days of the internet uh because if you didn't know he-man.org has been around for like 15 years or something like that i mean it was around from the quote early days of the internet um on to hascon it has been indefinitely postponed uh no new dates uh originally slated for september 6th through the 8th of next year um it just says that they are postponing it and they'll let us know as soon as they have uh more information so i wonder does this have anything to do with that uh that news or rumor that hasbro's not doing too well i don't know if that was a rumor or what but yeah yeah i don't know if it has to do with that if they're just trying to refocus you know that i mean it could very well be that um i think the toys r us thing is affecting people like crazy you know did you hear uh, about that new that news about toys r us in uh what was it uh northern somewhere well, it was it was brand new toys r us news that just hit today um now i can't think of where it actually was but it's another it's another bankruptcy the nordic chain of stores i guess uh uh-huh. They're uh, they're they're bankrupt, so they're closing 295 of their stores. Oh wow! wow. And they operate, yeah they they operate under Toys R Us and also Top Toy or Top Toy independently operates Toys R Us in the Nordics under a long term license and Top Toy and Toys R Us Inc. Yeah, I, I just went to TFW, and it's their top story right now. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. You know, and I, I just, I mean, I just wonder, maybe it's not over yet. Maybe eventually this will go to Canada, and they will close in Canada, too. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where <clears throat> Canada, we even have a story about it later on in the show, where, I mean, Canada, 
has always seemed to be like this bastion of amazing thing. You know, they always had all of the exclusives, the MPs, you know, all that kind of stuff before everybody else. It always seemed like they were in stock. You know, I even talked mm-hmm. to, uh, I talked to Roger, he posted for my birthday, you know, so, um, so, I mean, Roger used to say all the time, like, oh yeah, we have all of that. We have, we have the Metroplexes everywhere down here and the Devastators everywhere down here. And, and I've like seen, I've seen pictures, that. like I've seen pictures of the Canadian Toys R Uses and they, they have like wonderful displays. Like yeah. the, the Siege display is, is, is huge. Like it's a huge like layout of toys and cardboard standups and, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a different atmosphere over there. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if that. If that means that they're doing a lot better and they'll be kind of shielded from all of this, or if that's it's just a matter of time, you know. Yeah, could be. Ah, good old times. Uh, as a sign of uh, Star Wars burnout, Lego Star Wars days are canceled um, pretty much indefinitely as well. Uh, Again, this was, if you're not familiar with it, it was it was a big thing back in the day. Each year, uh, the Lego theme parks would have a weekend, and it would basically be like a con. They would just have tons of Star Wars guests and events and, and that kind of thing. I don't know if they ever did panels or anything. It was more signings and build events and stuff like that. Um, but let's see, 2018 would be the last year they do them. Uh, let's see, his, the unnamed source of Disney has suggested it, that the motivation was to refork, refocus expenditure and limit Star Wars exposure to reset the franchise and allow fans to heal. Hmm. And I mean, that's what we've been talking about all along, man. When they first made those announcements of a movie every year, I was like, this is Burnout City, you know? Yeah. But, oh well, that's it for Con News. Next up, Hasbro IP Suit. And I meant to put, yeah. I meant to put Lawsuit there. But, uh, yeah, very, I mean, just an incredibly small, tiny press release here. Um, but it says they basically won a lawsuit in China uh, that resulted in warehouse raids that were significant, as it says. Um, three three judgments, uh, two against individuals and one against a corporation there so that might be a factory that we're producing these things mm-hmm. and and individuals contract contracting with those uh that factory but i don't know we talked about this on the on the facebook page peter originally posted about this uh triple a and yeah i i think it might put a dent but it's not going to stop this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's just too <clears throat> there's too many companies. There's too many loopholes, you know. Um, Gundam is probably the biggest KO'd thing ever out there, and uh, 
I mean, they took down like a three, what was it, like a $3 million year, you know, uh, operation out there where uh, people got life sentences and stuff mm. like that. And you could still find KO Gundam. I specifically went out and looked. Uh, you could still find KO Gundam everywhere. You know? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is, you know, you, you stop, you might stop one company, but then another one's just going to fire right up. Or that same group may fire up under a different name. Who knows? I mean, it's, yeah, I, I don't think there's any way to really stop this. And I don't know. I mean, at this point, we don't really know what they're actually talking about. They could be just going after companies that are actually using Hasbro branded, like not the actual, like not if someone makes an Optimus Prime, but if someone makes an Optimus Prime and slaps Hasbro on the box, yeah. maybe, or Transformers on the box. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know. It's not going to stop, you know, Takasa Tony <laughs> or, you know or stuff like that I, maybe it'll maybe it'll eventually stop the direct ko's i mean you know the the cool thing would be if if they really you know went hard and 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 found you know the like the molds and stuff for like the dinobots and you know you know they actually confiscated them got them back and and actually reissue the dinobots i mean that would be a really great thing to to come out of this story, but I, I doubt that that would ever happen, you know? Well, and it would, it would, uh, deal the biggest blow to them as well. You know, if you've got, if you've got, you know, 500,000 cases of Dinobots in China, you know, that, and you can start producing your own official ones. You know, yeah, I mean, that's the at, thing. I mean, at the same price, I mean, that's, we're going to get to a story here soon that, that'll talk about that but, yeah, yeah you know you got you got to be you got to be at the same price too that's the yeah. shitty thing so well we will see how this plays out um and then another little like uh side story here which i probably should have made it it's its own story um this is actually from jedi temple archives uh talking about uh nightmare conditions at chinese factories where hasbro and disney toys are made um let's see workers producing oh this even includes lego and mattel uh Let's see. The report of Nightmare for Workers shows findings uh, from campaign groups. Oh, you have to read the whole damn story. I hope it, I was hoping it would be synopsized. I mean, this this honestly just this honestly just solidifies. You know, we we shouldn't joke about it, but we always say, you know, oh well, that was made by you know uh, you know uh, a five year old or whatever in China. You know, or this and that or. You know, I mean, honestly, we just we don't see this side of the business. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, we're sheltered from this. And this is these are real people. This is their job. And they they do what it takes to make a a small living over there in China. And it's, it's really a shame. You know, we get the luxury of walking through Walmart or Target and just handing over money and you know, these people in China are just working their butts off trying to, you know, probably just, you know, just like they said, just, you know, horrible work, um, 
you know, horrible work ethics and, you know, they just don't care over there. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a shame, but you know, we, we do turn to the other side and we, we don't, we don't really want to think about how our toys are made. Yeah, you know? that's for sure. Why you can, why, you know, you want to com- complain about the waffling and stuff like that and the prices going up, but you don't think about, let's see, in the peak product season, employees were working up to 175 hours of overtime per month when Chinese labor laws restricts it to 36 hours. Right, and we don't even know what Chinese overtime means. That yeah. might not mean, it might not mean time and a half. It, it may be a different, it's probably a different rate, you yeah. know? And uh, I don't know, it is it is something to, to kind of think about that, you know, we don't want to think about. You know, we don't, we don't want to understand how that stuff's made. Yeah. It says here, an employee producing uh, Disney princess dolls had a daily quota of 25,000 toys per day. They would work 26 days a month, earning $435 per month, plus one cent for each doll produced. And those dolls currently retail for $35 on Amazon. Yeah, see, it's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, I I think of everything, you know, when we always talk about where do you see your collecting going and stuff like that. I I think this kind of factory thing is the biggest thing that makes me want to say I don't want to contribute to this, you know, yeah. more so than anything else, more so than the greed of Hasbro or anything like that. It's that you are literally purchasing things that i mean people are just fucking being used for you know yeah i guess i mean i guess on the flip side of it you know if if manage manufacturing was cut back you know what would these people do for a living yeah you know so then you gotta think of it you know since they are this is their way of life it seem it at least it seems to us that this is their way of life and you know for the majority of people in in china you know yeah. that they work for they just start young and they work at a factory their whole life yeah so yeah and would you pay 50 dollars for a deluxe and if you wouldn't pay 50 dollars for a deluxe, how many people wouldn't so if that's 75 percent of people wouldn't pay 50 dollars for a deluxe that means there's 75% of those people at those factories that no longer have jobs as horrible as they might be, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So yeah, this is, wow. What a downer. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, this is kind of a downer too. Uh, Hasbro's MP44 masterpiece. So that's the uh, uh, masterpiece Optimus Prime uh, 3.0. We'll speak Japanese. What a mm. bunch of cheap fucking bastards. You yeah. can't you can't fucking even change the sound chip in this yep. thing. I'm I am just like flabbergasted because they don't care. Yeah. You're right. They don't they just they just don't care. You know, it's easy for them to do one one version and that's why, you know, how you were talking about 
you know, having a different box for the Haswell version, yeah. I would be, I would be, I would say that now that we have the official combined Takara, you know, Hasbro all in one, that maybe it'll just be the same box. And, you know, yes, it'll be sold through Hasbro Asia or whatever, but it's just going to be the same box. Yeah. And they just produce it. I mean, this proves that they don't care about probably. Uh, I, w- I don't know if we are. Do we know anything about statistics of like North American buyers or, you know, anybody other than Japanese buyers as, as far as how much money we contribute no. versus Japanese? Okay. Yeah, I've never seen anything. You know, everybody says that the Japanese adult collector market, you know, puts ours to shame or yeah. whatever, you know, and that's why they can sell SH figure arts and all of those kind of things. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I haven't ever, ever seen hard statistics because Hasbro, you know, up until a few years ago, Hasbro wouldn't even admit that the adult collector market was even more than 10%. You know, they've, they finally admitted to that, you know, but yeah. Uh, all right. And next up, uh, the barge gets final packaging. So this looks pretty amazing. Again, I'm really sad that I didn't get in on this. (sighs) Babe, the internet went down. Just exit out and reload it. All right. Return your iPad off and turn it back on if you need to. The iPad off. Sorry. So it looks like it looks like the sails are definitely some sort of a fabric material, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, and it's it's just uh, I mean, it's just looking amazing, and, yeah. and I'm happy for people that were able to get this. Um, you know, looks great. Again, where would I ever put it? It's not a diorama I care about. So, um, and then there was some uh, UK updates. A UK customer had written to Hasbro UK, and event, uh, initially they said, "Yeah, uh, we regret to advise there are no plans at this time to release Jabba Sail Barge in the UK." Uh, then of course they got another response that, uh, says we don't have any specifics to announce at this time, but please know that we are actively looking at ways to make this item available internationally in 2019. So yeah, like you say, it's going to be out there. There's no way that you know, that they're going to miss the opportunity to, one, have all of their tooling paid for, you know, through this fucking, what it raised, $5 million or some yeah. stupid shit, uh, to have everything paid for and for them to not release it again somehow in some different fashion. Something else I was excited about that I'm also not too worried about now either is MP36 Plus. This is the toy version of MP Megatron. And yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. I thought I linked to the one that didn't have the actual toy pictures. And this just does not look good. 
I just do not like this whatsoever. So this has uh, the chrome the toy had. Um, it's got the uh, red arms and legs that the original didn't have. <clears throat> and just not digging it whatsoever. So I I don't mind the solid chrome chest but the chest that has the you know the the swirly cues uh-huh. um the i don't know I, yeah the <laughs> but i don't know i it it definitely takes away and i'm not i'm not a fan of the gray plastic they used it doesn't look it looks different i don't know maybe it's just these pictures yeah but the it just doesn't look like the G1 did for all the, you know, the non-chrome gray. It's like a brownish tan. Yeah, it's definitely it's, like a, a brownish gray. Yeah, especially the original. I'm looking at my, well, not my original, but I'm looking at the Japanese reissue, the window box version of it. And it's a very... A very gray, gray, you know, it's not this, this tone at all. And like you said, it may be the, maybe the photos or what. Yeah, it's, it could be the, could be the pictures, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think we need to wait. I know Peter, uh, got one, so, uh, he's excited to, to have it in hand. So we'll see once maybe he'll, maybe he'll show us some, some pictures in, in our, in our group and maybe that'll change our mind. Yeah, no. We shall see. Um, let's see. Uh, Studio Series Bumblebee slash G1 Optimus. So, uh, not really a spoiler because you see this in the trailer that there are uh, some Cybertronian slash uh, G1 uh, computer animations of characters on there. But looks like. We might get a studio series inspired by that little flashback scene on there. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that might be a little spoiler. I'm not going to read that part of it. Um, there's there's stuff on... There's a, there's a location on the back of the box that might be a little bit of a spoiler. God damn it. Um, but anyways... Uh, it is a Earth mode, so it's G1 mode uh, versus a Cybertronian mode as well. So, uh, very interesting. Uh, looks good. I mean, I assume this is going to be a Voyager. Um, yeah. So, you know me, I'm a Prime collector, and I'm digging on it. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it it looks good. I mean, I I honestly I like the uh, I like the alt mode. the The cab mode looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cab mode I was really impressed with for sure. Uh, last up in toy news, we were nominated by Feedspot for top five action figure podcasts you must subscribe and listen to in 2019. Because that's a big difference in my opinion. <laughs> I think lots of I think lots of podcasts get subscribed to whether they get listened to or not is is a bigger question. So. 
uh, in really good company here with, uh, and, and some of these I've never heard of, but, uh, figure action, uh, of course, galaxy of toys. Um, I didn't realize they were a podcast. I thought that was just a YouTube one. Uh, but, uh, they, their YouTube channel is absolutely amazing. Can I get rid of this freaking popover thing? Oh, this might be a different galaxy of toys than I'm thinking of. Anyways, uh, take a look. We'll, we'll take this with a action figure blues was also, uh, uh, part of this list and a, uh, podcast called toy run cask cast, uh, frequency about three posts a month, three posts a month. So, um, our frequency is only one post per month. Liars. We're two posts per month now, at least. You know what's uh, you know what's interesting is the the figure action folks are actually uh, members of the realm. Oh, are they? Yeah. So um, it's interesting. Yeah. So I did some kind of digging into this, and you know, to to put a realistic spin on this. This feed spot basically looks like a company that just makes lists of lists kind of thing. Okay. Um, you know, so there's, they literally have a list, the top 15 uh, Dollar Tree blogs and the top 15 right, Rite right. Aid blogs, you know, stuff like that. So take it with a little bit of grain of salt. They also had the top 15 toy uh, blogs and uh, Toy World Order made that one, and they're not necessarily a blog; they're more a podcast. So uh, I take it with a little bit of grain of salt, you know. And of course, our our nomination came with a "Hey, promote our site, let right. your you know let your listeners know about it." So take it with a grain of salt, but hey, it's nice to be recognized, no matter what. <laughs> Um, third party Predacon sword from, uh, was this a shockwave lab? Yep. All right. So, um, if you couldn't get the, uh, the Chinese exclusive Takara one, uh, here's a nice big gold sword that you can get for your, uh, your Hasbro slash Takara, uh, combiner wars Predaking. Um, let me see here. I brought the, I brought the Hasbro. Yep. Dots on that one. Not, oh. a, not as many as this one. Um, and not as pronounced, but yes, definitely no Cybertronian hieroglyphics. Oh okay. no, no, not, not dots, just little lines. No. So this one is, this one is completely different from that okay. one. But. Okay. It does look like a, a ruler. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> and to me, it's just too big. I yeah. mean, a sword you should not a sword should not be the same height. Uh, and I and I love this because it drives me nuts when Bobby does it. A sword yeah. should not be the same height as the figure. I don't give a shit how big or menacing you want it to be. Um, I'm re-watching Game of Thrones right now, and uh, 
and even those swords, like swords, are <laughs> are like you know two thirds the height of the person wielding them, and I'm just like that's ridiculous. Like, how do you even get that out of the sheath? You know, yeah, kind of thing. So yeah, too big in my opinion, but an option out there for people that don't want to. And see, this is what's crazy is, is, and this is what I actually love about my unemployment because I'll, I don't think I'll ever go back to this. While I was employed, I would have been on eBay looking for that China exclusive sword. Right, and I right. would have had Predaking already and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And I don't, and I don't, and it's not like I feel like there's a hole in my collection or anything. Yeah. You know, I just, I would have already had it. I would have bought it the first time I saw it 20 bucks off, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I'm actually very interested to see how my collecting habits change once I'm making the big bucks again, you know, hopefully yep. if I ever make the big bucks again, <laughs> tear. Anyways, uh, Zeta Toys, Legend-Scaled Cybertronian Bar. So this is a really cool concept. I, I'm digging this. Uh, so you got some booths with the table. You got, oh, and it all can be, like, configured differently and shit. Some serving trays with glasses and bottles. And it looks like it must come with that throne, too. Um, I love how they like uh, digitize out the the logo on the throne. Yeah. Um, so this is very IDW, obviously. Uh, what people are saying. Oh, what's weird is the descriptions have X's instead of Z's and everything for the Zeta toys. But uh, what makes this really interesting is Zeta's never made any Legends toys. So they're actually uh, displaying their their thing here with Iron Factory, which is a little worrisome because Iron Factory is actually now turning out to be on the smaller scale of Legends toys. So, mm -hmm. like, Magic Square, Mech Fans toys have have gone up, I would say, what do you think, about 20%, it seems like? I don't know. I think, uh, I think uh, they were also saying that Toy World is going to be getting into Legends. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, interesting. I would love to hear anybody. Like, I, I am really on the fence right now, so... Like, Chug is my main focus. Like, Chug will always be my Transformers collection. You know, where I have everything that I like in it. I have every representation that I ever wanted. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Masterpiece was huge. I mean, was the thing even two years ago. And now this Legends craze is going insane. If, if you had your choice today... You know, like, say you never started in transforming collecting and you're going to start collecting transformers. I'd love to hear what people thought. Would they do legends? Because you can literally put an entire collection in one, you know, Billy bookcase. 
you know, or would you go with masterpiece because they're masterpiece knowing what you're getting yourself into is that there's third party for everything you could imagine out there. So your collecting will never be done and might be insanely expensive, you know, like I say, I think if you know the history of things, it's a lot harder, you know, <laughs> than just coming out and saying, oh man, they're putting out a new legend figure every couple of weeks, you know? And, yeah. And then my big thing is, is classics came out right when I started getting back into collecting pretty hardcore. So it's, I, I love the aesthetic. I love how they're just, they're slightly, you know, reimagined, but still pretty true. So, well, you started you, you I, and I remember these first episodes. I remember you talking about going to to Walmart and you you're just seeing you're starting to see classics on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember those first episodes. So, uh, classics came out with what 2006, I believe, uh, and 2007. 2007. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then you and then you actually you and your wife started the podcast in was it it was 2008 right yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so those early episodes you're actually talking about you know ju- you know classics just showing up on the shelves exactly. so it's really really cool cool history so yeah as much as i love legends cuz i do i have back when legends was even smaller when legends were what they call Legion nowadays. I have every single Legion Legends for the last, you know, well, I would say up until I was unemployed, you know, up until a year ago. Uh, now this is the new Legend scale, but I love it. You know, I could see, I could see someday if I ever got bored trying to get into it, but yeah, not at this time. Uh, talking about MP, we get MP Minasaur, and this thing is insane. Like, this is impressive. I mean, you look now again, this is obviously extremely parts forming, especially if you scroll down and you look at the backside of it. I mean, there are literally shells that the robots are being plugged into here, you know, mm-hmm. especially on the black back of the legs. Um, it shows in next to MP 36, but I mean, I think the bigger thing is, is they're not changing the pose at all. It's they're changing Megatron and the perspective of Megatron and that kind mm-hmm. of way, but they're not changing the pose of him or showing anything different. Hold on one second. What's up, babe? I don't know where to put my stuff. You have it all organized into different piles. Everything's ready to go. All right. Take a break. We're about to take a break. And then I'll get you started on your playroom. Okay? Sound good? Come on. Don't be a zombie. Be happy. Your stuff's getting all clean. You're going to be able to find everything, right? Yeah, that's fine. What? Can you close my door, please? No, you're not going to come back in here because we're recording our show. 
I will hang that on our break. We, I'll hang your dart game. You can play? No. Babe, <laughs> I am doing my radio show. Do you know why I'm doing my radio show? For break, we can play together. No, I'm doing my radio show so we can go see Bumblebee. We both need to clean after this. We both need to clean. Oh, I'm going to spank your butt. Close my door. I'll be out in a few minutes, okay? I will I will throw one round of darts with you on my break, okay? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh Yeah, and I mean, I guess even even his upper arms look like they're they're like shell pieces, right? Like a yeah. And maybe those are just three D. No, those look like shell pieces. It looks like it's gonna. Yeah. I just think it's just very very early. What do you think of the hands? The hands don't look right, right? They're just well, maybe they're, they're just using just poseable hands. Yeah, they're too detailed for how plain he is. You know? Yeah, they have all kinds of little you know cuts and yeah. and inner stuff. You know, yeah, I mean, if you're doing cartoon, everything needs to be smooth, right? I mean, I understand that they're they're you know they want to have articulated fingers, which you know that definitely causes more cuts, but yeah. I don't know, yeah, no, there's too much detail on them. They should just be smooth, smooth, smooth fingers, so yeah, this will be interesting, like I say, nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you buy in Sight Unseen on combiners or basically any third-party toy nowadays, you're just doing yourself a disservice. I mean, until you see, you know, they're not releasing as much information as they used to. They're not as detailed as they used to be. You know, I would just say you need to see somebody do a review of this stuff before you buy it. Yep. So... Uh, especially how like different ends of the spectrum they're going, you know, like, so MMC still doing MMC. They're still doing like hyper detail stuff, you know, and the rest of these companies are trying to smooth everything out and make it super animated. And like I say, this Minasaur looks like the biggest parts former I've ever seen in my life, (laughs) you know, Uh, so who knows? Um, all right. Well, let's let's go ahead and take a break now that my daughter is <laughs> in, insisting on that I come help her with the rest of her room and, and play a game of darts with her. So uh we will be back after these messages with Star Report. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Transformers, it's 
sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm gonna go ahead and get into store report. First up, uh, Black Series Archive is hitting targets, and I think somebody spotted these at Walmart's now as well. Uh, so these are the re-releases of the Black Series figures on uh, cards. Uh, so Bosk, IG-88, uh, Pilot Luke, and Boa Fett. So if you miss some of these pretty hard-to-find figures, they are now hitting stores, so keep an eye out for them. Really? Those are weird, those are weird designed cards with the little notch to it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, hold on one second. What's going on here? I'm trying to get the rubber tie out. Oh my god, kid. It's been <sighs> Say hi. 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 <laughs> Good lord. You're not supposed to be doing your doll's hair. You know that, right? You're supposed to be cleaning. Well, I didn't like it because it was like crazy and I don't like crazy. Okay. I broke it on accident. It's okay. I can break right every time. I love you. Oh, <laughs> well, now Jessica's home, so she'll probably interrupt us, but <laughs> let's, let's move on here. Uh, let's see, Walmart reissues. So, uh, one of the big stories was the G1 Prime reissue. That's very sad. Oh, it's, it's just the, it's just the tractor. No trailer, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but what seems to have, especially Brian Brink, very energized is that, uh, it's the return of long stacks. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel Brian was uh, doing a little trolling there because he was really passionate about long smokestacks. So I don't know if that means something or what, but a little too overzealous on those large stacks, my friend. Yeah, especially because all we're getting here is the figure. Hi, guys. It's just oh, us, of course. It's just me. Hello. <laughs> Feel nice and relaxed. Yep. Ready to start cleaning your ass off. Yeah, ironed me out. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Well, good. That should hopefully uh, cut down on the little Miss McFavorite interruptions. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't like back to Prime's trailer. I just don't understand why they made that decision. Like, I, I was just like I was, I was talking in that thread. Is you know, I'd be interested to understand how a decision like that is made, and if they truly understand that the reason why we are buying using our hard-earned money to buy these reissues is really because of the presentation. We want that G1 box. We want it to look like we how we remembered it. Yeah. And now you've got a short box. You have the artwork, but it's like I said, it's it's not the same style box without having the trailer in there. And yeah, the to, truthfully, you know, we the trailer is is, you know, a second thought, but 
you know, it was part of the original toy and we are trying to get that. We're trying to get that G one nostalgia, you know? So I, and then for them to say it's $50, come on, it doesn't, <laughs> that's ridiculous. You know, it's just going to be a Walmart rollback. No one's going to sp- spend $50 on just the cab, even if it has the long smokestacks. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's it's one of those things where, you know, the only draw to this at all is that it looks almost identical to the Jada Toys G1 Prime that I bought, you know? Like For $7. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the only draw that it would sit next to it and look similar to it. But Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, something a little bit more exciting is uh, the uh, fans vote, which, Jesus, this took place over maybe three days, four or five days at the most on Instagram was they had kind of a bracket thing where uh, you voted on the next one, and Astro Train actually won that one. So, uh, curious here if we'll see a, uh, a version that's in gray, or if we're going to get the version in white. Um, but uh, that is going to be coming to uh to walmart in spring 2020 so it looks like uh these g1 reissues will be continuing for some time but i'm kind of like with you if if it's not scratching that nostalgia then i don't see it going anywhere you know and even things that are scratching nostalgia like the the hot rod and even the starscream um people have started seeing those on clearance too oh yeah yeah i mean yeah it's the end of the year everything is being blown out at this point (laughs) yeah oh sad sad hasbro bad hasbro um let's see something on the newer end uh walmart's starting to see uh the star wars resistance figures hitting Looking good. I haven't seen the show. Uh, they're five POA, so that kind of makes them five pieces, five points of shit, in my opinion. Uh, but there is a a red stormtrooper that I've kind of got my eye on here. But uh, yeah, again, just not exciting. Not. I just, I don't see this reinvigorating brands or anything, unfortunately. Now, something I mentioned early on in the show that I wanted to put in here, um, and and it's very good for store report, is uh, the Canadian Bumblebee display. This is what I'm talking about. Remember how we were talking about displays? Like, yeah. look at this. This is crazy. Yeah. This looks awesome. Exactly. Things we'll probably never see here again in our lives, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I don't remember it being looking this nice in any of our Toys R Us's here. Yeah, no, that's true. Even when we did displays, I don't think any of us got to see things where it's just just you know five deep of you know 20 per row kind of thing like this ever so look at the christmas trees that's really nice too i mean that's 
you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember my Toys R Us's actually having Christmas trees during Christmas. Yeah, it, probably not PC enough for America. Is That's there, stupid. <laughs> are are there a lot less uh, Jewish people in Canada? Maybe maybe they feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. The whole uh, Christian Christmas thing. There. I don't think. I don't think so. It's just like you said. It's just more relaxed over there. Exactly. So, yeah. So if you're longing for for uh, for those uh, good old true displays, go ahead and take a look at the show notes. We got a picture of a pretty amazing Canadian one there. Uh, next up, a Black Series figures at Ross, of course. And, I mean, ridiculous prices on the... I I don't know if these are mispriced or, or what, but uh, this is... No, a, I've seen I've seen that white Snowtrooper for uh-huh. that price. I've seen one of those sitting on the shelves during Christmas. Yeah, so it's saying comparable cost, like what you could get them in the store was $8. These are $20 figures. These oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, these are the 6-inch Black Series figures. Uh, so what what this picture has is some guy hoarding, Jesus, 10 of these um, at 4 bucks a piece. So uh, I guess if you missed or if you're just that guy, I mean... Some people may never buy one of these at twenty bucks, but when they're four dollars, this person's bought ten or twelve of them. You know, yeah. So, just crazy. Is that is and, that, and that's one of the figures that you would actually, uh, you know, troop build, right? I mean, it's oh, a, yeah. it's a snow trooper, so that's a good that's a good one to have. Oh yeah, I mean, this was that was probably one of my. This is, and again, one of the reasons why I don't like it is he they really turn uh painted him dirty brown, especially in his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, a snow trooper should be like crisp white, but uh, beyond that, I mean, this is it's an amazing figure, it's one of my it, you know, it scratches a bunch of itches my stormtrooper, stormtrooper asphyxiation, my snow asphyxiation, you know. So, I am going to be hitting Ross's. I think I'm doing, uh, I, I got Christmas money, of course. Uh, my, my stepfather is very generous during Christmas. Um, and uh, tomorrow, or New Year's Eve, is the last day where McKenzie's going to be going to daycare. You know, I, I'm not really quite ready to start the job search back up, so I may actually do a toy run tomorrow and hit a few boxes. I know, it's awesome. <laughs> um, let's see, online, a uh, constructor box set, so probably one of the best Devastators, if not the best Devastator you can get out there right now. Uh, I'm just tired. I'm tired of all of these reissues. <laughs> well, Redecos. yeah. And uh, they got to make their money some way. Did you uh, see the the yellow one? The yellow one was like reduced already. Yeah, or, yeah. That just yeah. that was reduced literally, probably before it even came into stock, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of crazy though. Uh, 
So it includes uh, duplicates of like everything. So you have green leg thighs, you have silver leg thighs, you have silver mixer barrel, purple mixer barrel, silver drill attachments. Uh, so they're really, they're allowing you to kind of build this guy the way you see fit, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, the silver mixer barrel, I don't remember that, but it's going to have the drill attachments for the hands and stuff that they, that the yellow one that kind of introduced that. Oh, wow. Uh, Did you know that? I didn't even know they made an orange one. Yeah. I, I was just scrolling down and looking and, and that's crazy. The orange, they even made a clear orange one of it. So yeah, I don't care about the clear orange, but they made, they made an orange. Now it doesn't, it doesn't look like the KB color orange. It seems yeah. it's the KB one in my memory was very bright. Yeah. And this seems pretty dull in comparison. Yeah. But, but still it's half off. Jeez. <laughs> 300 bucks. What a, that's a good deal. Yeah. If you want constructor for 300 bucks. Hell yeah. That's probably the closest one that we'll get to a KB, you know, KB toy version. So, yeah, and they have a weathered version, then they have the individual yellow version. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they're definitely, they're like, we hit a home run with this one. We're going to try every single way to produce it. <laughs> um, let's see, City Commander, and this is kind of weird. This is City Commander Final Battle Armor. And uh, what drives me nuts is we don't see an alt mode of it. All we get is the robot, um, but you get the little IDW guy, whatever his name was. I can't remember. Minimus Ambus? Yeah, yeah. So you get that with them. It is the largest, oh, and sorry, I should say this is an Iron Factory legend scale uh, city commander, and it's the largest one they ever made, and... I could say I assume that's just because of the shoulders and the cannons. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. Um, but still, like, I'm like, do I want an Ultra Magnus that's the same size as their Scorpion or their Scorpionok? You know, mm -hmm. like, that doesn't make sense to me. But, anyways, I thought I'd put it on there again. This is something that I just have no interest in going down that rabbit hole. Um, but he looks awesome, you know. Uh, maybe if this is on clearance sometime down the road, I'll pick it up. But, yeah, no interest now. Something I did pre-order that was on a Big Bad Toy Store as a, uh, as a Black Friday thing was I got Fans Projects uh, Ultra Magnus armor for the Chug Ultra Magnus. Hmm. The one, it, it's a little goofy looking, but it's the one where it's not parts forming. Like you add the add-on kit to them and it transforms completely without removing anything. Hmm. So more curious about that than anything. But uh, yeah, originally at 40 bucks, I was like, Ugh, this thing's goofy looking. But at 20 bucks, I was like, eh, 
I'll add that to my pile of loot. No problem. <laughs> but, but now the problem is, is I'm looking for a, a classics ultra Magnus on eBay for it. So it's causing me to spend more money over the 20 bucks just because I want to have a different, uh, uh, ultra Magnus for it. So, yeah. And plus you'll probably have to, if you buy the box set, you gotta, you gotta end up buying Skywarp, right? <laughs> well, and that's the thing is I'm I'm trying to find a loose one with no weapons or anything like that. There's right. one that sold for as cheap as ten bucks. Now oh, okay. granted that's you know, that kind of one off thing that, you know, somebody happened to bid on it at midnight or something and grab it. But uh uh it's it's kind of holding its value from what i've seen at least what people are posting for whether they're selling for that or not is you know the henke is still holding up there at like 70 to 90 bucks um again they've all been sealed and then uh and then the one from the box set most of the people are trying to sell sealed box sets for 100 to 130 bucks still which i'm like all right <laughs> Do you I got still? one of those. Oh yeah, I've Do got you? the whole set. See, I'm gonna try to. I mean, I'm gonna go for someone who is interested in classics and just hasn't started yet. So yeah. I'm gonna try to sell my classics all together in one one shot. I think you know, it's a, a whole sealed set. You can decide if you want to keep them sealed or you can open them up. Yeah, or sell off the ones you don't care about. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Lotus, did you get anything from our last episode, sir? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is crazy because it's like the toy, it's like the toy sale time of the year. You know, granted, after Christmas, you start getting into clearances and stuff like that. But I mean, usually that December 14th to the 30th, places are blowing out things. So. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nothing toy related. A lot of uh, a lot of toy walk arounds in the morning and stuff. You know, I, I post my little, you know, my little Saturday morning, you know, toy hunt and stuff. But no, I don't. I, I enjoy walking around looking at stuff, and I don't buy anything. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not buying anything from retail. Yeah. So I can feel that. Um, I was. I did pick up a few things here. Um, I did get after the last episode where we saw what the, uh, what the battle damaged or the weathered version of the 76 Camaro, the bumblebee Mm -hmm. was going to look like. I said, fuck that. I'm not waiting for that. So I did find a clean version of it from the original studio series line. Um, so I picked up that. Um, and again, it just, the studio series is pretty amazing. I mean, if you're interested in movie stuff, it is kind of like the masterpiece version downscaled of these figures, you know, like it, it took me 45 minutes to transform it because I wasn't using instructions or anything like that. So, I mean, I had a good amount of play time with it. Mm. Um, just because it is, it's so intricate and so detailed and all this kind of stuff. Um, also my Walmart, the mini bots hit as most people's did either. In oh, a, in I a, did get those. 
Oh, you picked up the mini bots? Yeah, ah. yeah, I picked up I picked up the set of mini bots. I think I posted. I I'm, I thought I posted it in the group. No, I don't remember because I I think I, I would have called you out and said, "Ah, oh, I thought you weren't buying anything retail." I yeah, <laughs> I, I saw those and I had a moment of weakness. Uh, they had the now the funny thing is is you know everyone was finding those on the display you know the yeah. bumblebee display so the bumblebee display had just random toys thrown on it and I went into the the aisle and saw they had you know they had at least five pegs full of the uh of the mini bots mm. and um so i just went through and just sat took my time and picked out the best cards um honestly the printing this is my first first experience feeling the the thickness of the cards it's a very it's a garbage card back yeah you know it's it's very thin it feels like a knockoff almost um the the printing the the black printing i would i was able to see uh white dots inside of the black printing no uh, almost almost like the printing didn't adhere correctly mm-hmm. um and also in the red i was able to see white coming through as well so um and th- there was like literally there was probably about 50 of them on the pegs um so yeah, I was very in. I was just not impressed with the quality of the packaging. With that said, I did buy a set of four. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm the same way. Now I didn't buy a set of four for me at least. The only one I bought was the Bumblebee, just because he's kind of a a favorite of mine. Uh, and mine was the same way. They didn't have. They didn't even have the kicker for Bumblebee. Like. You could tell everything that was in that kicker they put on the pegs at my store. So mine was the same way. Mine literally had 10 pegs, probably seven deep um, of all the mini bots. So um, I got me the, the Bumblebee and then I got uh, Mark Haddock from Down Under. Um, I got him a set of four and I did the same thing. I went through every single peg, every single figure to try to get him because uh, I assume he's keeping him on package. Maybe not and all of that was for not, but uh, uh, I got him every single, uh, the best version of all four. Now, the one thing I never researched because this was like, I was like, um, this seems really familiar, especially this the the way they put them out and i meant to look this up and i'm doing it right now and that's exactly what i fucking thought was the uh encore 10 release was this exact set including the blue pipes including pipes instead of huffer the blue huffer so Encore 10 was the Bumblebee with the G1 face. It was the tailgate. It was the swerve. And it was the outback. And then okay. pipes as well. And I have that somewhere packed away. So that's the one thing that kept me from buying buying a, a whole set of them. Because I have a whole set of them. Okay. So let me tell you the reason why I made the decision to buy my set. So I do have the entire... Uh, Transformers collection, the 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 TFC book style uh, Dreamwave set. 
of reissues. Now, inside that, um, one of the one of the books is actually the uh, the mini bots. Okay. But the mini bots that they packaged did not. Ha- it had a, had Bumblebee, but it did not have. Um, the G one face uh, on it. Well, it, yeah, it had the other face, um, but it didn't have Outback. Um, it didn't have Tailgate. You know, so they basically they didn't have the Encore ones. The, yeah. the, you know, so that's why I bought them. So we'll see. You know, will I keep them? I don't know. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, Seven dollars a piece. Maybe I'll return them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and Mark, um, Mark, unfortunately, had probably the you know outside of health issues and outside of a death in the family. Uh, Mark probably had the worst thing that could ever happen to you in your life happened to him on Christmas Eve and like not exaggerating here whatsoever. And I won't go into details, but um, just something horrific happened to him and his family. And, uh, and, and still got a, a man of his word and of his honor. He's like, I know you've been buying me stuff stateside, you know, let me know what you owe you, what I owe you. I'll, I'll get that taken care of. And I was like, well, here's the stuff I bought for you that I can't return. I did just find the mini bots for you, but I can return them. And, and he's like, no, don't return them. He, I could use a goodie box, you know, something to make me feel better about life right now so Mm. so i'll be uh i'll be sending his package out to him either today or tomorrow um but big shout out to him we've now had a couple members that have had uh really life-changing things happen to them that they don't they don't go into you know in the group or anything like that but um they've communicated with us directly and that kind of thing and 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 big shout outs to both mark and uh and i think we mentioned it on a past show again i won't go into it but um big shout out to both of you guys for hanging in there and you know i thought being sick during my birthday and christmas were awful the things that these guys are going through don't even compare, you know, so, um, so hang in there. Life gets better, you know, um, and we're here for you. And, and hopefully both of those people know that, that we're, we're here for them in any way we can, any way we can, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, those were, those, those were my only, oh, I got a black series Bespin Han. Uh, so I, we talked about it on the show, how I was like, oh, I love that Hoth two pack and it's sold out everywhere. And I'm like, now I'm looking at the secondary market and then engineer nerd, like, a was like, that's not even the right Han to be in that two pack. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. That makes me want it less. Well, I still <laughs> bought it. They, they, <laughs> uh, big bad toy store, uh, put out a second, uh, a second pre-order on it that sold out just as quick, but I was able to get in on it. But my plan is because what I love is the packaging of it. 
you know it's it's not necessarily because i need the figures um uh, so i i bought that but i also bought a bespin han which is the outfit that he's in during that scene so i'm gonna i'll i'll open it up i'll take out the other han which i'm glad i had which is a brown or i'm glad i i am going to get which is a brown coat han part of that whole controversy um and then i'll slap my bespin han in there so my cool box display of it will have the right han and leia in there and then I'll have a brown coat Han as a separate figure to put with my Luke Han and Hoth display that I have. So those are those were the only three things I've got besides I mean, I guess Christmas. Um I mean I didn't really Mrs. McFavorite is kind of like I don't buy you toys for Christmas. Uh, she bought me a Lego set for my birthday. She got me oh. the, uh, first order heavy assault Walker, which was a Lego set. It was never seen in the movies or anything like that. It's a, it's a set designed by Lego essentially, or maybe it's designed off a of concept art. We'll see in a couple years or something. Uh, but, uh, little Miss McFavor and I put that together when I could finally, sit up on the couch for more than 15 minutes at a time and that was a cool <laughs> set you know again not doesn't ever show up on screen or anything just kind of fun set to have uh and then she got me a couple little lego sets um and then she got me the star wars vintage toy calendar we we always get each other calendars for christmas okay and it's an amazing calendar. It's just a. Uh, it's just pictures of the original vintage Star Wars figures and different dioramas. The thing that drives me absolutely in fucking sane about it is whoever took these pictures has a Jedi Luke with an indoor Luke head on it, which means it has the indoor helmet on it. So it's like this kit bat bashed figures that are in two of my favorite scenes from star wars of all times and the guy whoever was taking the picture wasn't smart enough or didn't have enough knowledge to know that he had some weird kit bash figure in it so it looks absolutely ridiculous and i don't understand how something like this gets past lucasfilm licensing because this is like an official lucasfilm calendar and all this kind of shit it absolutely drives me nuts so if you're curious about it it's called the star wars 2019 collector's edition calendar go take a look at it and it'll it, it makes me spit and mad is basically what it makes me <laughs> um but besides that that's all i got for christmas too miss mcfavor doesn't get me a lot of toys or anything so Cool. The calendar makes you mad? Oh, wait till I show you. And why are you eavesdropping? I'm not. I'm playing with my dog and I just saw how they may hear your loud ass. <laughs> Ranting. <laughs> All right. Well, we got no listener feedback or questions unless uh, Mrs. McFavorite has uh, some feedback or questions for us. Well, just as long as you're not complaining about the 
calendar and the fact that I got it for you. No, no, the calendar is amazing. <laughs> there, we're talking. I'm talking about two instances of how this this show has kind of had this uh, like overtone of like how Hasbro doesn't care and you know this big corporations are basically fucking the little man every which way but loose, you know, whether you're a factory worker for them or you're uh, purchasing stuff, you're a longtime collector, blah, blah, blah. And this is just another example of how Lucasfilm let something slip through their hands and it's it ruins a couple months on there for me. And Aww. two of my favorite months, unfortunately. Sorry. It's not your fault. So August and December? <laughs> but um, no, I don't remember which months they are. But I love you. Busted! <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Well, since Miss McFavor didn't have any more feedback than that, let's go ahead and get into grab bag and get this shit done. All right. <laughs> First up, Star Wars Fan Film Awards. Uh, so I have not watched any of these. I will. And so I don't have a lot to say about them. I more just wanted to bring them to people's attention that uh, the uh, finalists have been voted on. You can also go and see all of the entries now, now that the finalists have been voted on. Uh, so if you're a Star Wars fan film uh, fanatic or just fan, uh, go check them out. I mean, these are always amazing in my opinion. I mean, it is, it is absolutely incredible what people do with their spare time. Um, I mean, they even have things that are just, uh, visual art. So they have like, uh, modified customized versions of, of action figures that look like the posters. I mean, stained glass work. Uh, best costume. So they have uh, Fan Films Best Costume Award. Uh, custom diorama is amazing. It's like this ad app that's been broken down and everything. But uh, please go take a look at that if you are a Star Wars fan. Cool. Uh, Transformers new animated movie. So I think this is probably what I am most excited for. Uh, let's see. Um, hot on the heels of Transformers Bumblebee and the news of its box office take takings and critical acclaim. Live action series producer Lorenzo de Bonaventura has revealed that an animated Transformers movie, one that is set to explore Cybertron's history, is now in development. This news comes out courtesy of fellow Cybertron user, Carrie Theone. Hmm. Uh, let's see, this was revealed during an interview that the producer gave to Metro. Uh, we are actu we actually have an animated movie in the works that will tell the whole Cybertron mythology that f the fans will love it. That sounds just like a producer. 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out an Optimus Prime solo movie as well. So um, it will be hard with Optimus. He is always right, very stoic, and a man of few words. It's kind of like saying, let's do a movie about Obi-Wan Kenobi, which Star Wars is planning to do. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, exciting. Now, again, I think it all comes down to animation, what kind of mythos you're going to use. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this wouldn't follow whatever kind of storyline they're putting out for with War for Cybertron, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that it's yeah. always about that synergy of media right. and toys. You and know? toys, yeah. So. Or who knows? It could be a whole new line. You know? Yeah. It could be, uh, you know. Uh, you know, Siege obviously is the is the starter to get everyone thinking in that mindset, and then they could have a wave, you know, a wave of uh, you know new new toys for this uh, for this upcoming movie. Yeah, exactly. Where you get you get to see a glimpse of the nostalgia in the G one, but then they introduce you to a whole nother line. Yep. Uh, Motu Mad Duck Poster Collection. Uh, so this is kind of interesting. Uh, if you've been listening to the show and or you listen to this far into the show, <laughs> you know, we've talked about uh, Mad Duck posters quite frequently. Uh, so these are artist renditions, uh, kind of along the line of uh, Mondo posters, uh, super limited uh, uh, collections of posters. And these are really kind of cool. Uh, you get a lot of good homages here. Um, in the first one, you're getting uh, you're getting some Dragon Blaster Skeletor action there in the background. You're getting uh, Fisto with Trapjaw, which is kind of a cool battle if you've ever been interested in those. Um, next one, you get a mini comic. Uh, Red Beastman and an Ankala Skeletor fighting in that one. In uh, the third pick is a homage to probably one of the most famous and if not one of the most popular, I know it's definitely one of my most favorite card back scenes uh, where it has Man-at-Arms Tila and He-Man in a grassy field with the wind blowing kind of overlooking the kingdom there uh fourth one you get a really cool uh gray skull with tila and he-man on battle cat with a cool skull and smoke over gray skull there uh next one is an is an homage to one of the posters from back in the day so that one is really cool uh, let's see here. Come on, six one. Then you get King He-Man. Uh, so this is right out of Masters of the Universe classics because you've got the old armor and swords in the background there, and then you get the 2000X sword there. And this is really an homage to future He-Man. Uh, and then lastly, you get a, a cool Skeletor one. Kind of uh, an, an Ankala Skeletor 
looking over one of the towers of Grayskull, seeing He-Man approach, about to kick his butt out of Skeletor. So, uh, these are really cool. I haven't even seen... These were uh, a few weeks ago. These went on sale. But from what I've seen, these don't sell out super fast. Uh, You can get a individual matching set um, because they are fairly expensive we're talking about a hundred bucks a piece here for these posters or artworks however you want to call them uh they have financing available and all that kind of stuff but uh they are in- available individually uh talking about the limited run these are limited to 200 a piece so that's pretty pretty limited so if you're at all interested in mad duck this might be the time for you to jump on that bandwagon yeah and then lastly uh rumored story details of gi joe snake eyes solo movie here um So, uh, one of the things is, uh, Ray Park had played Snake Eyes in the last two movies. Uh, he is not set to return as this will be an origin story. They're looking for a younger actor approximately in their twenties. Um, it'll start out and spoiler here. I, I really didn't want to read this, but we need a some G.I. Joe news on this show, and this is the <laughs> only G.I. Joe news we have. Um, it looks like uh, Snake Eyes will start off as a street fighter in Peru, driven by the desire to avenge the death of his family or of his father. Uh, Snake Eyes is apparently a man on the move until he ends up in Japan, where he and his best friend Tommy which is interesting, a.k.a. for G.I. Joe fans, uh, Tommy, a.k.a. Storm Shadow, will begin their training with the Arashikagi clan. The film will see at least three of the clan's legendary masters as they train Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow as Hard Master, Soft Master, and Blind Master. All are set to appear. Also present at the Arashikagi compound is the film's female lead, Akita. In comic continuity, Junko Akita was an apprentice and lover of Storm Shadow. Here, she is the head of security and will be a love interest for Snake Eyes. Which is really weird. Cobra would also make an appearance in the form of a new character made just for the movie. And the quote goes, of course, it's a G.I. Joe movie. Cobra must somehow be present in the instance. And in this instance, their presence is made manifest in what appears to be a character created for the film Kenta. Kenta is revealed to be Storm Shadow's brother, who has long since left his family, the Arashikagi, and joined with a rival ninja clan, the Kurimaya. It is Kenta who attempts to lure Snake Eyes away from the Rashikagi and into terrorist plot being devised by Cobra. We won't delve too deeply into spoiler territory here, but we can see what side of things Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow will take, and this film will certainly and this film certainly seems to set the stage for one of the great comic book rivalries. So Kind of cool. I'm digging it. 
You know, I'd rather this film than probably the last two films. But again, it looks like it's basically going to delve into the ninja part of the G.I. Joe mythos, which if you're not a big comic book fan, you probably haven't been privy to a lot of this. Um, I learned most of this through action figures and reading the backs of the comic book two packs and stuff like that. So I'm not even fully aware of everything you know i know the characters and that kind of stuff but kind of exciting at least there's something gi joe coming um so yeah i expect if we're going to get toys from this it's just going to be a ridiculous amount of ninjas probably (laughs) yeah I, i almost i almost feel that they shouldn't even do this you know just leave gi joe as a memory leave it alone you know don't 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 finish it off with some movie that may not actually be good i don't know i just feel we're we're really uh we keep on talking about this you know trying to hang on to something but i would rather keep gi joe as a good memory than than anything else than to continue to bring to bring in you know toys that that may not sell or whatever just because of some some movie they're trying to do yeah no i agree none Uh, of the gi joe none of the gi joe movies have excited me like i i have no interest you know how you you rewatch movies you know mm -hmm. you'll rewatch iron man or rewatch avengers i have no interest i have never rewatched any gi joe movies yeah, and, and as much as a fan as I am, and as much as I, I actually like the movies, they're not awful in my opinion. I've only rewatched each of them once. So I've, in however long it's been since those movies have been out, I've only ever seen both of them twice. And, and like you say, whereas. I mean, I don't know. I've watched the Transformers animated movie four times in that same period. You know, I've watched all of the Star Wars movies three times in that same period of time, you know. So, I agree. There's not a lot of rewatchability there. Doesn't really doesn't really get me excited, unfortunately. So, Well, all right. Well, that's your uh, last episode for uh the year 2018 uh, hopefully my last year of unemployment i'm hoping to god uh <laughs> so the one thing i didn't say that was good right before my birthday is i did have three final round review or uh, interviews so um all of them said that they wouldn't be making any decisions until after the first of the year but uh that felt really good to be in the final round of uh, three different positions. All of them not great fits for me, but I am optimistic about the new year. And uh, worst case scenario, I have two projects uh, that I'm going to start working on in the new year that's going to pay for my January at least. So, um, so, so no debt accumulating in January, thank God. So... Uh, what about you, Lotus? Anything you're excited for? Anything you're looking forward to in the new year? No, just gonna, you know, do the, uh, the traditional New Year's resolution thing, you know, um, and, 
I don't know. Uh, no, don't really care. It's another year. <laughs> Exciting as always, Lotus. <laughs> All right, Vatos. Well, I hope you had an amazing 2018. I hope your 2019 is even better. And we will see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace. Silence, silence.